Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Mama's Pearls. Um, I'm starting to understand the beauty and the risk of doing a show live. I am working out the technical kinks, and I want to make sure we have our callers who I do see on the um, switchboard here. So, Nitika and Lori, just hang on for a second. Um, I got a little bit of catching up to do, and then I'll get right to you. I hope everyone can hear me okay. So here at Mama's Pearls, I just want you to know I'm your hostess, Cynthia Littman. I'm so glad you are here. During this show and during my journey, I really like to just string the most beautiful pieces of life together through the lens of generational wisdom, popular culture, societal norms, and a happy dose of spirituality. I basically like to polish the pearls with the help of the most insightful, inspirational, creative, entrepreneurial, and coolest guests that I know, and sometimes that includes my parents. I'm going to put my lawyer hat on for a second to remind you that this show is for infotainment purposes only. Yeah, I am a lawyer, but please don't take anything that we say as gospel or legal advice. Same goes with my guests. Please consult all your own health and personal professionals because it's a show, people. But do enjoy, subscribe, leave a review, follow us, and binge listen all you want to our archive shows. You can visit me over at CynthiaLittman.com for all things in the world of Mama's Pearls, MomTime events, sinful news, and also if you want to reach out and be a guest or sponsor the show. All right, now let's get stringing. Today's show is by one of my most beautiful mom friends. Uh, she's a total soul per- soulpreneur, and her name is Lori Borenstein. You may remember her because she was on a prior show, I think in like 2010, called Summer Feast, where we were talking about her holistic health practice and how to transform your palate and convert it and make it cooler and lighter for spring. So now she's a working on a new venture or a new extension of herself and doing Luna Designs or Luna Healing Jewelry. You know, the best part about this process is it's not perfect. And when you're talking about passion and trying to express yourself in a business way and branding, it's an evolution. So we're going to talk to her a little bit later, but thank you so much, Lori, for just being here and being supportive and having you back. Now, I'm going to do a little housekeeping before we check in with our special guest today, who I hope this technical stuff works, because if not, I'll have to, like, end the show and, like, redo it, but stick around. Let's see what's going to happen. Um, Because during my last show, this really is what inspired me to renew 
and re-kickstart the Mama's Pearl Show. I had an opportunity to interview R.J. Palacio, who is the author of Wonder, best-selling book. It has affected generations of people, millions of people around the globe, and the ultimate message about this boy named Augie Pullman who's entering middle school with facial deformities and having to face a world of cruelty is how to choose kindness. And really, so many beautiful pearls, but really at the essence of what she was saying is understanding the core values of everybody just wants to be seen and live and find their true expression of themselves and really just live their truth. So go have a listen to that. And other things that are coming up in my world for MomTime events, next Sunday, I'm hosting a MomTime movie event over at Soundview Cinemas in Port Washington for A Wrinkle in Time. And that, too, is a story about standing true to who you are and not blending in, but being who you are even though you stand out. So in order to stand out and live with your truest self, you need to have a healthy bit of self-awareness, of self-love, and self-care. And it is a practice. Self-love and self-care, it's being talked about so much, and it's so great, and it's not selfish, although it seems a lot of self, 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 self. You are the most important person in your world. And everything that we're doing and everything that you're doing in your life should be propelling you forward in the most beautiful, sacred way. And sometimes that's just not how life is. Life gets really messy. Things happen. Your plans don't work out. So how do you keep yourself motivated? How do you keep yourself sane? How do you keep yourself healthy and grounded? and true to yourself when it's so easy to get distracted by so many other things like technology mishaps. I mean, come on. So, but staying true to the purpose, and for me purposely in putting this in practice, not just today, but I've been embarking on a 28th day through February of self-love and self-care, and it's been a real challenge, I got to say. I thought it would be easy. And, um, not. But what's been beautiful about it is that every day I've been forced, forced, but I take a moment to really sit down and reflect of where I am and what I'm doing in my day. And I'm able to drop it deeper and and reconnect if if I've been disconnected at all. And it's been a beautiful reminder to do daily. And anything you do daily eventually can become a habit and a regular practice. And I used to think like I was really good at the whole self-love and self-care thing. You know, mom time is all about carving time for yourself and mama's pearls is all about, you know, going in deep. But I definitely get lazy and lax and don't keep up with keeping myself in the best, in the best, you know, possible way I can. So when I was scrolling through Instagram, as I'm doing my, my, self, my self-love and care challenge, I saw in my feed the beautiful Nitika Chopra, who is also embarking on a chronic self-love challenge herself. And I was just tapping into her post and kind of catching up. I've known Nitika for, for a long time already. 
And her posts were so positive and had such easy, simple ways to just add a dose of consciousness into your daily life that is so loving and feels so natural and it is really caring and nourishing. And her whole vibe with everything that she's done since I first met her at a wellness event in New York City, um, it was thrown by one of our other spiritual friends. And ever since I've met her, she's always just had this dynamically beautiful personality, so magnetic, and her real goal is to bring people together and help them shine and help them polish their own pearls and perfect their own journey in in a way that's true to them. And she's been doing this for a long time as a wellness well wellness entrepreneur as well as a a health coach and an overall lifestyle guru and what people may not know about her is that she does live with a chronic illness, but she never lets that stop her down. In fact, she uses that to empower not just herself, but the people around her and particularly her clients. And that is just one part of this beautiful woman, this one pearl in this beautiful life that she has strung together. You can catch Nitika at nitikashopra.com. And she's also a talk show host on the show Naturally Beautiful on Z Living. And she's a rep for a luxury skincare brand on QVC. So let's see if we can bring her on. Nitika? Hey. Yeah. Yes, can you hear me? It worked. Hi. Okay, awesome. <laughs> awesome. So happy. I don't know how much of a, of a laugh there or a laugh time lapse there was like in the beginning because um, I was trying to shuffle around to get into the show on my phone versus on my computer but thank you so much for hanging in there and I'm yeah. so excited to have you on the Mama's Pearl show and to dive in and catch up with what you're doing yeah I'm super thrilled to be here so thank you for having me oh my pleasure so Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your wellness journey, both personally and how you've translated that professionally and really become a prominent figure on the New York wellness scene. Sure, yeah. What specifically do you want to know, like where I started or? Yes, where it started and how you got to do your beautiful events with like hundreds of women. Oh, (laughs) Well, I started actually on Saturday, March 3rd. It'll be my eight-year anniversary um, from my first newsletter that I launched. And, um, yeah, I just started because I, as you had mentioned, I had been through a lot with my own journey, my chronic illness, and I had felt like I had also had this really deep passion of performance. And so I was like always trying to figure out which world I was supposed to be in because I never felt totally like just a performer and I never felt totally um, like just a coach. And so I I wasn't sure how I was supposed to merge those two together. Um, And so I did a lot of reflection and I actually, I worked with Gabby Bernstein, who I'm sure most of Mm -hmm. you guys who are listening know. And I was one of the eight girls on her living room floor for the first several years of her, of her practice. And 
I really used that group and just like my community of friends that I was building to just dig deep and try to figure out what I was supposed to do. And I ended up having this crazy dream that I wanted to have my own talk show. Cause I felt like that bridged mm-hmm. the gap between the performance and also sharing about things that were meaningful to me. Um, and so I went off and I had no experience. I had no money. I had no connections. I, I barely had like four friends at the time. So you know, to think that I would have a talk show was kind of an unrealistic thing. Um, but I just, I don't know, I had a conviction in me. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure it out. And so I built my online magazine, which was live for, for many years, Bella Life, and started to just, I built that because I said to myself, someone one day will see this and be able to create a talk show out of it because I'll have all the different components on this one site. And three years mm-hmm. after that, um, I got hired to be the host of Naturally Beautiful on Z Living. And it was literally, I mean, I couldn't have written it, you know, more perfectly. It was the exact, it was basically my website on a show, um, which is, which was what I had always awesome. dreamed of. So I did that for a couple of years and, and then, yeah, and then parlayed it to a lot of other things. Right. So I'm going to rewind a little bit back to your Bella life because I remember when I mm-hmm. met you at the New York City event, that's when you were in the process of launching your online magazine. And I remember Mm. saying to you, like, I I liked you immediately. I just, you had just this ginormous presence that just shined and was electric. And I was like, hey, "Hey, I know you're doing and featuring all these spiritual entrepreneurs. I'm like, but I happen to be spiritual. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm also a mom. So can we maybe like do a column and I could submit some stuff to you because I'm writing my mama's pearls blog and I could repurpose some mm-hmm. stuff into, um, to fit your spiritual world from like the parenting point of view. And so we had worked together on on mm-hmm. in that regard for your Bella life. And it was such a beautiful outlet and it's, um, it's almost a shame that you stopped putting, you know, so much time in there. But I know that that took so much time to nurse everybody else. And yeah. you've kind of, you know, like, like seriously, that was so much effort that you put in to hold this beautiful place card and platform for so many, so many spiritual entrepreneurs who, if you look at like the list of who was on there, have really grown and evolved on the scene and have like huge followings now. Like it's, Really, really yeah. cool to watch. Really cool to watch. Yeah. And then you went from went mm-hmm. from being like that hostess to really turning inwards and focusing on yourself and um, and really diving into to sharing your own practice of self love and self care. And your blog and website now is so beautiful and so clean and so soulful and really inviting and like it's it's just very easy to fall into your vibe like I just I love what you're doing I love what you're doing thank you and one of your blogs that you yeah one of your blogs that you wrote um you wrote this a while ago and if it's like the heading is want if you want to learn to love try this and you dropped this mm-hmm. amazing pearl, which has stuck to me as the banner for this entire conversation and our entire self-love and care practice of soak in your truth. What mm-hmm. does that mean to you? 
Sure. Well, just as an aside, as you talk about technical difficulties, my website is down this morning. <laughs> of course. <laughs> if anyone's trying, if anyone's trying to go on my website, check back later this afternoon around four o'clock. Um, be back up. So funny. But uh, yeah, we, we tried to do like a host. What did you say? Is that who knows if like Mercury's in retrograde or not? Or <laughs> no, it's not. It's not till March. I always I always track that, but it's almost March. So so maybe it's this is the pre pre launch. Um, but yeah, awesome. you know, we tried to do some website hosting switchover stuff this this like last night, and yeah, it was a whole thing. Anyway, but it'll be back up, <laughs> so I'm not too worried. Um, but yeah, so so what it means when I say soak in your truth, it's um you know. My definition of self-love has always been self-love is the ability to be more committed to your happiness than to your suffering in every moment. And it's that simple, and it's also that much of a commitment. So the reason why knowing your truth is so important to me is because if you don't know what your happiness is, if you don't know what the things are that make you truly happy and make you feel good, right. you can't like you can't effectively love yourself, you know. And it doesn't mean that you can't be nice to yourself at times and that you can't have a, le- a level of that. But the deeper you know what your happiness looks like and the truth of who you are in terms of what your likes and dislikes are, the more you can nurture yourself and really care for yourself. So that's what I mean when I say that. Right, and I, that is extremely insightful because it, it's all about that. Whenever we waver in who we are or lose that commitment or lose the focus, like, it throws everything off. It throws your everything else around you starts to spiral. So you'll have, you know, either yourself or your clients will notice all of a sudden things that used to happen really easily for them aren't happening anymore. And you're like, well, wait, what's going on with mm-hmm. you? You know, what are you, what are you working through? Where are you at right now? Yeah. And what's coming up? You know, because we're continually working and, and our work's in progress and having to go in and, you know, make sure we're centered and filter out the junk. And yeah. um, what, what I've noticed for myself, like in the past really two months, I went through like a, a dark period over um, like the holidays, like December January and I felt like I was like waffling a little bit and anytime that happens or anytime like life really throws me a curveball and oh, mm-hmm. I remember what happened I literally fell on my ass <laughs> I was in um, a restaurant I was out for my daughter's birthday and I was mm-hmm. um, wearing new boots and I slipped on the tile and I went down you know like just down and I was really like battered and bruised mm-hmm. for a few days and that kind of let, propelled me into, like, why, why am I slipping up? What's going on? Like, what am I not addressing? What am I not doing? What am I not, you know, you know, why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling so off and rattled? And when I really started to look and explore, and when I do that, I kind of go through, like, this whole internal process. So lots of meditating, lots of yoga, lots of walks, and just kind of, like, being and then once, when I feel that's clear, it's like, well, what comes up for me is my core point. Same process when, like, my life blew up in my face in 2008. Um, mm-hmm. Same process. 
me to nothing. And then it's like, okay, so what are the core elements that I know that I tap into that is my source, source of strength that gives me energy, that propels me forward, that inspires me? And, you know, those things might change in form, but the substance to it for me is always the same. For me, it's always like my source of strength comes from my family and my generational line. And when I tapped into that in 2008, that's why I launched Mama's Pearls because it was just a way for me to really tap into that, that strength and knowledge that the reasons why I'm here and um, it really helped me. And I love sharing. I love insightful conversations. And I love helping people. So what that mm-hmm. translates to, when you're trying to translate your core values into a business, you know, it's not always easy when you're working from, you know, the inside and trying to define yourself in a very concrete type world. So mm-hmm. your journey, you've kind of looked within, like what would you say your core, you know, what is at your core that if you're not doing, Oprah kind of just said this on one of her interviews, she's like, she was talking about when she knew she had to leave Baltimore. That's when she was doing like a regular news show and everybody mm-hmm. else. Was known. So she was like to herself, she's like, if I don't leave here, like a part of me is just going to die. You know, mm-hmm. like what is that? If you're not doing, you just know everything else in your life stops. Like, so what is that for you? Yeah. I mean, there's honestly so many things I feel like um, just to be a human, (laughs) to make ourselves, you know, be able to be okay. I think the first thing that came up to me when you said that was just connecting with my closest friends. I really, I'm an introvert, like I'm an, I'm an ambivert, actually like a, you know, extroverted (laughs) introvert, um, so I have to be an extrovert. What's that? Oh, sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, um, you know, I basically have always had to be extroverted for my work. Um, but I, I'm honestly very introverted. I like to be with like my core people. I, sometimes my friends used to tell me that I was kind of, I came off kind of standoffish when people would meet me in person because I just mm-hmm. am so protective and I can sometimes just like not be ready to be on. Um, and I really, I think that's one of the things that I really respect, I guess, about myself is that I deeply need that separation. I really need that time. Um, and at the same time, I need to connect with the people that I love. So I think it's like that mm-hmm. cocktail of knowing, you know, um, I need to have that time to just not put myself in a position where I need to be on, and that's incredibly important. And then also knowing that um, when I am with people, like choosing the people that I'm with really particularly and really wisely and curating those conversations mm-hmm. and experiences. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, last night I went out, I went to like a bunch of events, and it was really like a fun fun night, but I was really conscious about, like, which events I decided to go to, and, like, I, you know, went to go meet friends at my last event, and I was just kind of, like, feeling a little anxious, because I've been, I recently went through a breakup, and, you know, I was going to an Mm -hmm. event where some of his mutual friends were going to be there, and it was, like, just making sure that my friends who I was meeting, like, they knew that I was feeling a little anxious. And I was like, I'm going to go to this party and be on for the next, like, three hours, and no one else is going to know. 
But my right. two best friends that I'm meeting at the party, like, you know, I need to inform them about what's going on so that I can show up and be taken care of and, and feel good. So it's just kind of knowing that, you know, relationship balance between being on, being supported, and also, like, going within. Well, that is a perfect example of how, you, how you're just kind of soaking yourself in the truth of where you are and how you're feeling at the moment. And for you, it's a little bit of vulnerability walking into a situation like that. So yeah. putting, the, putting the, you know, the pieces in play to making sure your friends are aware and that they can be there to support you, like that takes so much maturity to be able to do that because we still live in a world where everybody has to be fine all the time. And, yeah. you know, and we live in this forward motion pace. And it's just like, for me, it, that doesn't work. I mean, I, I am like a go, go, go person when I get inspired and really want to do something like doing the show, inspire me, kicks my ass. Like I want to work on it 24 seven. And I literally have like, Two nights ago, I did not sleep a wink, and I was up, and I wasn't wired. I was just up and in it and in the flow. And then I know mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks or whatever, <laughs> when that pace, like, stops and the heightened is less, like, I need to go into my introverted phase also and not be in a productive yeah. mode. We need to just kind Absolutely. of relax and soak and bath, and, and it's okay to be quiet. Like, the yeah. introverted part is is a real gift. You know, winter is a gift, even though like I would much rather be in the California sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think feel the like, same way. And I think it's like in this industry, it's kind of, you know, it can, you can kind of wrestle with that in the beginning um, or just mm-hmm. any industry where you're an entrepreneur. Cause it's like everything right is resting on you, you know, it's resting on you being able to make your dreams happen. And so I know for me, when I first started really owning that I was more an introvert than I was an extrovert, it was really hard for me, honestly, because it, first of all, no one believed me. And I was like, wait, why why don't you believe me? Because I was always out, you know? So like even my, Mm -hmm. my friends and stuff, they would always just be like, no, you're not, you're not an introvert. And I was like, no, I'm such an introvert. Like, and now my friends all see it fully and whatever. But when I first started understanding myself better, um, I started to really, I really baffled with it because I was just like, how can I miss this event? How can I miss this launch? How can I miss, you know, being on social media all day? Because if I don't, right. you know, my whole business is going to fall apart. And it's really like tapping into the laws of the universe and just knowing that that's not true at all. And you're actually going to allow your business to create more abundance and flow more easily and all of that if you rest more in between things than push harder, I find. There's times for pushing, but like you have to find times to rest too. Absolutely. And understanding and appreciating that things are cyclical, attaining, you know, a level of happiness and just being okay with the pace of where you're at when things come to a standstill. Yeah. One one thing that like replugs me into that and keeps that, Awareness, because I forget that, because, like, I know that now sitting here talking to you, because I'm in the space of wisdom now, but, like, when I'm in it and it stops, it's like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Why did it not just all stop? I had so much going on. Now I have nothing. And, like, 
But that is such yeah. the cycle of life, and especially when you're when you're in an entrepreneurial space, and you know if you're project to project, a project ends, and it might be a while until the next thing begins. And that space in between is so important to integrate everything that you've just experienced before you can recalibrate and be welcome to something new. And yeah. one of my sources of really inspiration and keeping myself centered and that always kind of gives me this reminder is just nature. So when I know I'm like kind of lost, it's like those are the times I know I just need to go take a walk in the woods. So that's when I know I need to go sit by the water and watch the sunset. That's when I know I need to peek out the window and just look up. And every single time I'm outside, every single time I'm looking at the sky, every time I'm looking at the water over a town dock in my town, it looks different every single time. And the landscape Mm -hmm. of our lives, the landscape of who we are, is constantly evolving and changing, and we're never the same twice except for Mm -hmm. the core values of who we are. So how can we expect to be in that go mode and everything just keep lining up with the, with the same pace? Like that's, that's like a really unrealistic expectation. And Mm -hmm. I see that like for me, like with my kids is also shaping them to appreciate the downtime. You know, it's so, for me, it's so vital to everything that that I'm doing. So how do you kind of get back on track or, um, you know, when you start feeling down or you start feeling ill and you start feeling like you aren't cared for, like what are your steps to kind of bring you back onto the love wagon? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm like a very emotional, sensitive person, which I think, you know, most of us are, but some are more aware of it than others. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, you know, it's first step is just being honest about what I'm feeling. And it's taken me a long time to realize that it's okay that I feel so much. (laughs) Um, And so I used to resist it a lot. I used to resist like having feelings come up and feeling uncomfortable about things and, you know, whatever. So I think the first part is just like acknowledging I'm feeling really funky and then, you know, tapping into that. Like even last night and, and today I had such a fun night last night, but yesterday, I don't know. It was like yesterday was was Tuesday. So Monday, for some reason, like the second half of Monday up until last night when I went out, I just was feeling really sad and I didn't really Mm -hmm. know why. Um, I think there's some things I'm like waiting on at work and they're all like huge, amazing, beautiful things. But like the concept of waiting, I'm an Aries. So it's like, it's torture. (laughs) Um, I'm just like, why do I have to wait for anything? I don't understand. This does not make sense to me. Um, so the concept of waiting has been really, yeah, it's been really challenging. And so I think like, I just noticed I've been having like, I've been really happy like the last like few weeks I've been feeling really good and more connected to God and just feeling like so empowered and really like in that good place that we all know like how it feels when we're in that and then all of a sudden I just started to feel really sad on like Monday and Tuesday and I had no idea why so I think like the first thing was just acknowledging that I was feeling like something that was a little bit off um, and not you know my usual high vibe and then the second thing was like actually asking myself what do you need right now 
You know, because sometimes right. when I'm feeling really sad, it's like, girl, you need to just, like, put your head down and, and write a blog, or you need to, like, get to work, or you need to, like, send those five emails that you've been procrastinating on. Because as soon as you send those emails, you're just going to, like, feel a shift and feel better. You know, sometimes right. that is right. what I need. <laughs> and then other times, like yesterday, I was like, I need to watch The Voice <laughs> in, like, the middle <laughs> of the day, you know. And I literally sat on my couch before, like, one of my work calls, and I watched The Voice for, like, 30 minutes, and I was bawling the entire time. <laughs> and I was just like, I really needed to watch The Voice right now. Like, this is just what I needed in my life. Um, and then even, like, today, you know, I woke up, and there was my first text message was from my assistant telling me that, like, half the images on my website have been removed because – he, like, tried to update something, and they all, like, all these images, like, my homepage image, like, all these images, they're all gone. I was like, oh, great. My entire site is full of images. I'm so glad that they've all disappeared. This is awesome. <laughs> so I woke up to that, and I, like, didn't get to meditate or, you know, do my normal, like, routine. That I don't meditate all the time, but I try to, like, connect with God and do some sort of quiet stillness in the morning. And so I just was thinking, I'm like, okay, after this podcast, like I had a call before this and then this, and I'm just like, okay, after this, I'm going to spend 30 minutes just like getting silent and connecting and listening to like a meditation and just getting, you know, back into myself because I feel like it's just, it's just needed. Like, you know, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's basically the cycle. Like that's the whole point in sharing all of that with you is that, we're all mm-hmm. always going through ups and downs. There's so much back and forth. And, you know, one minute we can get 100 likes on something and we think our world is made. And then the next minute we can be like, right. no one cared about my video that I posted. I don't understand why no one cared. You know, so it's really like that <laughs> dramatic and automatic and up and down all the time. So I just feel like the more we're aware of that, um, the more we can just allow ourselves to really – happen and that goes back to what I said in the beginning of this um, show of just like knowing what your truth is like knowing what really makes you happy is mm-hmm. like the whole mm-hmm. point you know so if I didn't know that like watching the voice would make me happy yesterday like I wouldn't have known to do that you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean because it's so spot on I mean one just quick recap of um, <clears throat> what you were saying is like the patience and having the patience with yourself and patience in the practice of what you're doing. Because again, self-love and self-care and just being Nitigo and me being Cynthia is a practice and a process and, yeah. and an exploration and a journey and it's malleable and I change all the time and I grow and I learn new things. And then also like just trusting in that process, trusting in your truth and just being really gentle to see how that evolves is just such a beautiful way to um, <clears throat> to really stay centered through it all. Yeah, and, it's um, so, so important. That's only something you can do so for important. yourself. So you know? beautiful. Know what makes you happy. And a lot of people get caught up just in what that is, you know, and having to be like, I have to find my why. What's my purpose? What's it like? Just stay yeah, with I'm not feeling. even talking like, about that. How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, like how I'm do you like, it's like, fine. The purpose How do you want them. to feel? How do you want to feel? That's kind of how I am. And when when you did mention the social media thing is like like I've just reserved myself to committing and only posting and sharing what I feel like 
feel really good about, like just keeping my side of the street really clean and mm-hmm. putting out what I love and whether it resonates. Because I'll, I'll post stuff and I'll, you know, get like five likes or whatever, but then I'll be walking in my neighborhood and I'll, people will come up to me all the time and say, oh, I read what you wrote. I love this post. I'm like, well, you didn't like it. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to know? But it's not really for me yeah. to know what how my stuff is being translated or um, picked up on or how it inspires or, or affects or moves somebody else. Like, that's, that's their part. Like, that's up to them to, like, take my pearls and, and integrate it into their lives, you know? But I'm just going to keep working and doing my work and sharing, like, my journey and my process. And hopefully yeah. it's, like, helpful and inspiring and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I take a little quick pause and um, bring on Lori to sponsor our Moment of Mon Time. And then we're going to circle back with Nitika. I want to hear what else she's got coming down the pike. And also she's got to answer our Come Tell Mama questions. So hang on for one tick and let's get Lori. Lori? Hello. Hi. Hi. Are you on? Okay. I am. All right. So at least that part's working. It's not like sounding as clear as I wanted and all that kind of stuff, but work in progress. I'm kind of happy with (laughs) that we're just all here on this shared space. And when we were kind of leading into this and, um, you know, when I reached out to you, it's like, I love where you are in your process because it's like embodying the whole conversation that Nitika and I are having about you stepping into and starting a whole new branch of like your health and holistic health brand. Um, Again, when you came on the Mama's Pearl show 2010 years ago, it was specifically talking about um, holistic health through through food and eating and just that kind of things in your lifestyle. And now you're embarking on expressing a, a truly creative aspect of yourself with your new um, healing line of jewelry and also with your essential oils. And just even talking and hearing you kind of trying to map out, like, what's this going to look like? Like, having a really clear vision of, like, what your intent is that you want these pieces of jewelry to really um, be infused and be elemental and be of assistance to people, but seeing also like, well, well, how does that translate? Like what's the brand's identity and how does that fit into everything else I'm doing? And like, it's such a beautiful process. You know, you're like, I see you as just having like your passion is in progress right now. And it's such a cool thing. So I'm really, really glad that you're coming coming to us here during this time. So welcome again, Lori. Lori Thornstein. You, Thank you are so much. I love amazing and beautiful. Thank you. I love I love that so much. And I love that you see sort of the evolution of what's happening. You know me pretty well. Um so mm-hmm. yes, like I'm definitely I've been a health coach for like nine years now. Cannot even believe it's been that long. Um and really my passion is helping others heal and seeing and like Helping them, basically what I found in in nine years of coaching so many different clients and trying different things is that really when the transformation occurs is when they believe deeply in themselves and they believe in the ability for that transformation to occur. And um, so 
I think what I'm doing now is just a huge expansion on that. And I feel that for the longest time, I've known that I've wanted to do something creative alongside of, um, you know, the coaching aspect of what I'm doing. And I knew that was the one piece that was missing. I've always been very creative. I've always, since I was a child, I envisioned myself having some sort of jewelry line that I created and I just knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know how or when. And I always, I'm a Virgo and I'm a very perfectionist. Everything has to be right in the right order at the right time. And um, I just could never see how that would happen. I never really went to school for that. I never really, you know, I didn't have formal training in it and I didn't really know how it would happen. But over the last few years, every time someone would ask me about my passion, I would say like, of course, I'm so lit up when I'm on the phone with my clients and I'm helping them heal. Um, I deal with, you know, most of my clients have um, autoimmune diseases or, um, you know, issues with their thyroid or uh, hormonal issues. And um, I relate to all of that because I've been through it all. I'm, I still go through it myself. And I love how I have that, you know, direct ability to relate to them and they feel so connected to me and just seeing their transformation. Like I, know, like I, I almost go through it with them, knowing how I felt when I finally, you know, found the key to my health and wellness and was able to turn things around. But I, I couldn't deny the fact that there was just like this piece of creative, like, I don't know, like almost like I was stifling a, a huge amount of my creativity and it bothered me so much. And right. um, totally, so. totally were. And like our, our last lunch was like all about that. And our, when we met this summer, it was like all about that, that you had it in your head. You know, your babies yeah. are, are growing and are a little bit older than when you, when you were starting all of this. And you're like, mm-hmm. I need to do something like now. And I kind of want to do this. I've always loved this. And I was just like, just do it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny how I I could never really put the pieces. I I have a lot of things that I that I'm interested in and that I'm passionate about, but I could never really put the pieces together of how to interconnect them. And then it just sort of hit me like this is just so exactly what I need to be doing, and it's so in alignment with with what I have been doing, and it's just so clear to me. So basically, what I am doing for for those of you that don't know yet, because I really kind of got thrown into this, because like normally if it's not perfect and in line and in order, I don't start something. But a really good friend of mine was like, okay, your bracelets are awesome. I, I'm just doing mala bracelets for now. I'm sure I will. I have lots of plans to expand into different things in the future. But I started with what I could and what, made, what made sense and with what was simple and what, what people wanted, at least my friends or from what they were telling me. So um, she's like, just, just post it, post one of your bracelets. And I did that. And I just got so much amazing feedback and so many people asking me for custom orders. And so I just, I posted a couple more times and I had the same thing. So I've had like a lot of people very interested and I immediately attracted the exact market or clients or, you know, group of people that I wanted, which were people who are looking for either emotional type or physical healing and really wanted me to um, intuitively choose um, healing stones that, um, you know, that had the properties of what, you know, would be required to help them with that healing. And, um, which was amazing to me because I thought people would be like, ooh, that's so pretty. Can I have one of those in that color? But that's really not how it went. Although they love the aesthetics of it, they were very interested and very, you know, they're believing in the power of the transformation. And all these, again, all these um, crystals and stones I use, um, I use specifically with, you know, each each one has specific properties for emotional and or physical healing. And I also, um, I'm a Reiki practitioner as well, so I infuse them all with um, Reiki energy and have specific intentions that I set out with all of them. And yeah, so I, I basically the, the purpose of it is is to you know for personal use to empower you know if you buy it for yourself to empower yourself to have something tangible to look down on and as a reminder of you know your power in your healing. So not only are these stones giving you 
you know, the energy. Everything is energy, right? So these stones are embodying the, the energies of what you want to um, heal. Um, but it's also a, a, a reminder that you are in, in your power and you have the ability to do this. And, as, as, you know, as long as you believe, um, you know, you will get to that what place. I, and it's also a great what I love about it being a tangible piece of jewelry is that it's like that tangible reminder to tap into your self-love and self-practice. It's something mm-hmm. you literally have on hand right. that aids you. And you saying that it's not just about them looking beautiful, it's about the energy and intention behind it makes it that much more substantive and a real part of your practice. And it's right, just, absolutely. It's just Beautiful what you're doing. I'm glad that you just jumped in and finally got off the fence and into action with it. You're going to continue to just develop and really love it and just get more and more creative as you go with your with your designs and how you choose to express this side of yourself. And, again, it, just, it ties into the whole umbrella of who you are. And we can, like, we can be everything and anything – and it all is interconnected because we're at the core of it, but maybe it just can't all come out at the same time. So learning, mm-hmm. like, and can, same with, like, Nitika, is, like, she has this whole broad spectrum of, of, of her personality, and she's a ginormously mag- dynamic personality and trying to figure out, okay, so um, through my talk show, I have to, you know, that taps into this part and that satisfies that aspect and craving that she has, you know, and then, okay, and then it's hosting and gathering people that, that does handle like the extroverted. And then it's, you know, bringing it into the meditation practice and knowing to go and find her people and her coach like Gabby Bernstein, who is also the connector of us three. And just having, you know, you two women on together, just, you know, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing women is just such an Empowering. As much as there's power in it, there's also an ease and a reassurance about like where we all are. And it's just it's been so beautiful. So thank you, Lori, so much. Thanks for supporting um, me. And as much as I support you, and I just love you and think you're amazing. um, You're also going to be with us next week. It's going to be like her first. Time, like laying out and doing a vendor table and showcasing her stuff is going to be at the Mom Time movie event for A Wrinkle in Time. And even that's a whole other ball game of how to set that up and present yourself. It's one thing to just be behind the scenes and putting the pieces together, but really putting out like a pop-up storefront, whole other ball game. So we're going to dive in and I can't wait to see to see your, your table and how you present everything next week. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. So excited. Thank you. Stick around because I'm going to have a couple of questions for you on on my Come Tell Mama questions, which we're going to dive into. Okay, so Nitika, um, I know that Lori's going to be with me next week at the Rachel in Time event. Where can people best reach you, maybe not at your website at the moment, so where can we yeah. and find out what is going on and get on to your, your newsletter list for your beautiful blog? Yeah, so the best place is Instagram for sure, um, even when my website isn't back up. Um, I'm always on Instagram. I share a lot on my stories. I try to give 
exclusive content and share about whatever content I've written and, you know, keep people posted on everything through that. And then I also have um, a chronic illness Facebook group, which is free. It's obviously through Facebook. And, um, yeah, and I, it's been honestly one of the most rewarding things I've ever done to open that Facebook group. The engagement is so powerful and beautiful, and it really feels like things are happening in there. So it's just called the Chronic Illness Crew, and illness is in parentheses. Um, and, yeah, and I hope to see some of you there. When my life was going to crap in, 28, in 20, 2008, my friend, my best friend Melissa, who's, who did M's Gems with me for a long time on Mama's Pearl's blog and the show, she said to me, because I was so nervous of being alone and being isolated and just being ostracized and having to go through everything myself, she said, Cynthia, the first thing you need to do is get yourself a big couch. And you, Nitika, taking your process and what you've been through just with your own chronic illness and creating a virtual couch with Facebook and the group and being able to have that community and lend yourself and lend your strength and lend your knowledge as well as just to create this community around it. It's just so, so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. It's really rewarding. It's fulfilling on a level I didn't even know was possible. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. It's another, you know, taking your self-care practice, you know, up exponentially. Okay. Um, and Lori, where can people find your stuff as you are still in process of putting together your website and all your branding? Where should people go? I am still in the process. So, I mean, Instagram is fine for now. I will be creating a new Instagram very soon. It's my, I have my logo that's sort of in the process of being made. But for now, you can find me at LoriB10 on Instagram. Um, my email is Lori at LifeIntake.com, L-I-F-E-I-N-T-A-K-E.com. Um, if you follow me there, reach out to me. You will be definitely updated with all the new and exciting um, stuff that will go along with this new venture. It's sort of just in the beginning phases, so. Right. I can't wait see what else is coming down the pike. And Nitika is, her Instagram handle is just her name, and it's at Nitika Chopra, N-I-T-I-K-A-C-H-O-P-R-A. And if you guys forget that, just buzz me, and I'll connect you. Simple as that. Okay. Come tell mama questions as we wrap up the show. So, Nitika, what is the best advice that your mama gave you? Um, you know, my mom always said when she was, um, pregnant with me that she prayed to have a daughter that spoke her mind because in the Indian community, that's not typical for women to really speak their voice and use their voice rather and speak their mind. And so I think sometimes she feels like she might have encouraged it too much because I really (laughs) speak my mind. Um, and she said that to me, but I think that's probably the best thing she ever did. As much as she struggles to use her voice the way that she wants to sometimes, she really pushed that on me um, and made sure that I spoke up. So I'm grateful for that. I think your mama had a really strong intuitive sense of exactly who she was bringing into this world. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think so, too. Go, Mama. Lori, same question. What is the best advice your mama gave you? What's your favorite mama's pearls? Oh, I would have to say, I mean, when I was really young, I was, like, very, very shy, like, very introverted and not very confident. Um, Wow. And my mom would always tell me, and I always, I mean, I was very creative. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was always very creative though, and I always had these like entrepreneurial ideas. Like I wanted to make like puffy paint T-shirts and sell them and do all this stuff, but I was just like very, um, again like uh, worried that nobody would like it or like I wasn't able to go out there. And my mom would always always tell me I mean since from a very young age is, um, you know just like follow your passion and do you you have the ability to do anything that you can dream of you can create. Um, so and I always remember her telling me that like you you how beautiful my creations were and how you know just follow that and keep going and don't you know keep you know keep the blinders on and just do your thing. Um so she's yep. always been like very amazing and encouraging me to be creative and to follow my my dreams. Oh, love that. Go mama. Okay, next question. Nitika, which would you choose and prefer if you had to only choose one? The best sex of your life, meal of your life, or sleep of your life? Definitely sex. Hi. <laughs> right. He's obviously not 17 years into marriage. Okay. Lori, same question. Yes, I'm obviously single. <laughs> that is like a very tough question for me because um, – you know, I mean, I guess I'm a few years out of having kids that don't sleep through the night. But had you caught me like a couple of years ago, I would have said sleep hands down because I was just a zombie. And like I did, I'm not the type of person that does well without sleep. And both my kids kept me up for a very long time. Um, but I would have to say I'm going to go with the sex. Because, <laughs> you know, as we know, I'm a very creative person. And, you know, it's the same chakra. It's just creativity and yeah. sex that goes hand in hand. So I'm thinking, I know, yeah, I'm going to go with that. That's awesome. I'm kind of in the meal <laughs> mode. <laughs> what is, Nitika, what is your favorite way to spend your me time? Uh, my favorite way to spend my me time, I honestly love just like vegging out in front of the TV, although that's, like, so, like, you know, I don't know, technology-based or whatever. Do it's not, not very spiritual. Not but that. I'm going to stop right there. And do not judge that. There is some great power and beauty and entertainment. And just because it got, like, tossed yeah. around and diluted, like, that's why I went into the field of entertainment to be an entertainment lawyer. There's, like, no po- more powerful medium to move the masses. So, not knock entertainment. If you like the voice, do the voice. If you like reality TV show, like, like go there. That's what yeah. you need. No, I'm totally, I'm totally about that. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably the favorite thing. I like to just, like, not have to be on and not have to think and, you know, be entertained. It's fun. Love it. Lori, same question. Favorite way to spend your mom time? Me time, mom um, time. Yeah, so... It's a toss-up these days because I again also love to just find my favorite show and binge watch um, because I feel like that's the best way to get my mind off, you know, the realities and all the kid stuff and everything. But these days I will have to say like when I have an issue or something that I just need to get off my mind or if I just want to change like 
um, my energy. Like if I'm in a bad place or if I'm just overwhelmed or anxious or something, I, I do my go-to mode is now to create. So to stopping and just creating, you know, making the jewelry, like it really shifts me and it puts me, it's like honestly my favorite meditation. And for years I struggled with the ability to like, to like have a strict meditation practice. I felt like it was so necessary for me to do this every single day and stick to it. And I've noticed that it's just not me. Like I can dabble into it and do it when I need it, but like really my best form of meditation is creating. Um, and right. and well, I can I, do it for I hours and be so you happy. Said, you said it right there in that meditation doesn't mean just sitting on in a cave or on top of a mountain or cross-legged. It can be just meditation in motion. Okay, next right. question. I just want to go through these so we can get to the end. All right. What is your favorite movie genre? Comedy, romance, horror, action, sci-fi, The Voice, Pernitica. Uh, For me, I think it would be comedy. Okay. Lori. Um, It's probably romance. Yeah, more. I I can't lie. I like romance. Yeah. You're definitely, you're definitely the best. Sappy. All right. Sweet salty. Uh, sweet. Sweet. Sweet all the way. Right? All right. Thanks. Yeah, sweet. What is the last or current book that you're reading, Nitika? I'm actually reading like five books right now. Um, so I'm, I'll give you two of them. I'm reading The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist, and I'm also reading... My friend Anjali Kumar's book called Stalking God is so good. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds yeah, cool. Really good. Talk to you a lot about that. Lori, same question. Yeah. Yeah, I love how alike we are in Indica because I'm also reading, I, like, I want to say, six books right now, <laughs> which is amazing. It makes <laughs> me feel great. Um, so one of them is um, actually a friend of mine's book as well. It's called From Aspiration to Fulfillment by my friend Echechi Azriki Bassi, and it talks about bridging the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And another one that's amazing is um, E Squared by Pam Grout, and it talks about it's actually energy experiments that prove um, the magic that you have, being your ability to manifest. Amazing. Uh, this has been so, so great. Thank you both so much for, for being us, being with us and helping just up my community really helps bring the pearls and dive into the practice of self-love and self-care. Thank you, ladies, so, so much. I'm excited to continue following what you're doing and checking in on you. Please come back again and fill us in with what you got going on. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you, ladies. And I just want to thank everybody else for listening. Thank you for joining us here at Mama's Pearls. Remember to carve your mom time, your family time, and most importantly, live your life with love for yourself and meaning. That's practice. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.